What up, world? It's your boy, Radio Retto. We back for another edition of the Numbers Game. I'm starting off the week, you know, on a muggy uh, Monday, live from an undisclosed location. Hope your uh, weather outlook is better, and I hope your outlook for this season is better when we get to your number. Uh, today, we have two guys who, you know, made their mark in Madden 19. Um, you can call it controversial in some cases. You can call it disputed in others. But that that's for you to decide. I have my own opinion. I might get into it a little bit um, coming up. But today's numbers, as we get started here, are 25 and 30. So we've got 25 and we got 30. If you're keeping up at home or wherever you may be, that translates to Mark the uh, Oakland Raiders for this year, and Jeremy, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So you got uh, Super Bowl 37, you know, opponents in terms of real life, like Oakland and Tampa Bay. For our two teams today, um, quick opening note, getting more exposure on these platforms, still waiting on Apple Music, but, you know, wait, we shall. Um, I think it'll pay off. Also, we have... Oh, man, it's going to be a fun week. It's going to be a fun week. You know, spoke to somebody the other day, and man, oh, man, when, when he joins the show, which could be any day now, it's going to be a treat for the viewers. You will not want to miss that. Our second and third guests are lined up. It's just a matter of when, not if. And those will be some things you want to hear when that time comes. But again, today we have Mark and we have Jeremy as our two features, Oakland and Tampa Bay. Let's start with, hmm, I feel like I always start with the AFC. Let's start with the NFC. Let's start with Jeremy and Tampa Bay. So if, if you know anything about Jerm from the last cycle, you know that Jerm won a Super Bowl with the Houston Texans. He defeated Reggie. Um, he had a, a run in which I believe he defeated, what was it, Mays, Reggie, and somebody else that was, like, really good, I, I believe. I can't remember who right now. Might have been Ty. I, I could be wrong. But he had a good playoff run. And, you know, it was, like, in I think like the very last season of the league, like, season seven or season eight. And I know there's been talk going around kind of saying that, oh, you know, um, his Super Bowl don't count. And same for, for Mark, who we'll get into in a little bit. You know, his Super Bowl didn't count against Chris. Some people were saying, my opinion is, I mean, and, and I say this with the understanding that you do not have to agree with me. And if you don't, that is A-OK. Like, it, it ain't going to hurt me one way or another. My line of thought is yes you know they are they are world championships no question but after season five like whenever like people start you know kind of bowing out and you're left with like half a league or or some number around there it don't count the same for me it it, it doesn't count the same for me and and when we get into jeremy's numbers um, which i have here I think you'll you'll get a glimpse into why I, I hold that opinion. But it, it can also be argued that you have to, once you get in the playoffs, you still have to win. Like, you're still playing good people. 
I get that, but for me, it's like if if certain people are gone, it makes your road easier, and it makes things possible that otherwise may not be. So that's just me. But respect to them both. They they both um they played their games. They won, and that's what it is. But we'll revisit that topic in a little bit. Let's get into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Jeremy here. This is the third time in four years he's Tampa. He was there Madden 17. He was there Madden 18 with myself in that division. He was there, or he's there this year in Madden 20. He was Houston last year. So Jeremy's schedule on a team that has pieces, they have pieces, you know. You can do things in spots with him if you use them right, and he plans on it from, from what he's what he has said in recent days. So let's get into his schedule and let's just see how much he can do. Week one, I have him defeating Evan, the 49ers. They've, they've gone back and forth in the preseason, traded some wins. So been some good battles from, from what I was there to, you know, pick up on. Um, I think he wins in the in the official league format just because Evan's been gone forever, and I think Jeremy's still the more seasoned um, player. So, have him win in that one. Uh, week two, his first road test of the season happens to be against myself. And again, if you di- if you feel otherwise, feel free to mention it. We we can we can discuss and debate it. You know, till I turn blue in the face. It, it's fine with me. Um, I have myself winning that game, not because it's me, but because we. I'm, I'm factually based here. I'm factually based. When you look at it, Jeremy has not beaten me in league circle since uh, Madden 17. When I was the Oakland Raiders, he won 13 to 10 as his Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was at home, and honestly, he should have won by more. But he won nonetheless, but he ha- he hasn't won since. The following season, Madden 18, we were in a division. And, you know, two times a year for five seasons, he lost 10 times. He lost 10 times out of 10. So how can I say he could defeat me if he hasn't done it in over a 1,000 days? A- until it happens. And, and he's, I mean, he's a good player. He's a good player. Like Jeremy Rohn is a solid player, you know, he, he has a solid instinct, good instinct, you know, he, he's a physical smash mouth player, but when you go 0 for 10 against somebody for a whole cycle, how can I have any confidence in you changing that narrative, you know, in, in the present time? I don't, but, you know, it's, it's open for, it's open to be changed because I ain't going nowhere and he ain't going nowhere, so... For now, I have myself winning that one. He's one and one. I have him rebounding over his next three games to defeat JT, the Giants, Bilbo, the Rams, and Nako, the Saints, respectively. Um, watch out for that New Orleans situation, though. That, that seems like it, it could be subject to change. If that does change, I'll, I'll update my numbers. But for now, I have those as uh, wins. I have him four and one heading across the pond. Uh, to London for his second game with myself, which again, until he wins, how can I say, how can I, how can I document that on paper? Not saying it won't be tough. I'm saying I will, I will prevail, I believe, 
So I have that as another loss. Then I, he comes back after the after that game to play Mays in the Tennessee Titans. I have him losing that as well. Before going to play Will in the Philadelphia Eagles and winning that. So to recap his first half of the season, I have him at five and three with a three-game winning streak kind of highlighting that first half stretch for him. Second half for Jerm. I have wins against Dez, the Arizona Cardinals, Naco, the New Orleans Saints once again. First game versus Phil in the Atlanta Falcons, which I think will be a very good game. Uh, similar styles, uh, familiarity. I think it'll breed contempt in the in the divisional rivalry. I have Jeremy winning that first one. So three and zero, you know, to start that second half of the season to bring him to eight and three. Before I see consecutive losses to Chris, who for now is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Actually, I had this. I had a loss to Flash before Andrew Luck retired. Like, like I went ahead and I mapped out the season um, early Saturday. And, of course, by late Saturday, you know, Luck bowed out from the game of football um, for reasons that I do not, you know, I, I, I applaud him for his decision. Yeah, you know, I think you got to take care of your body at, at some point in your own health. If, if you can't do it, you know, who's going to do it for you the way that you can? In any event... I had Jeremy losing that game to Flash. I'm now going to change into a win. So, I have him losing to Chris in Jacksonville, then going to Indianapolis, beating Flash in the in the Indianapolis Colts, before losing to Twan and the Detroit Lions. Finally, his last two games, I have him defeating Edgar, the Houston Texans, and then... I think Phil in week 17 will uh, avenge his earlier loss, at least in my prediction, to beat Germ. And that could be for a playoff spot of some sort. You, you never know. So overall, that will put my prediction for Germ at 10 wins, six losses in, a, in a, you know, an NFC where that should get you some sort of postseason appearance, I would assume. Starting off eight and three, and you know, kind of alternating wins and losses to the finish line, I don't think is that bad. So, for Jeremy, our most recent uh, world champion, I have it at ten and six. I'm gonna put his over under. It, it would have been eight and a half had my um, had Angelo not retired because I think Flash would have won that game. But now with his quarterback situation looking very iffy, oh boy, looking iffy, to say the least, I have him at 10 and 6. I'll put the over under, I almost want to keep 8.5, but I'll put a 9.5 for Jerm. 9.5 wins uh, for Jeremy Roan, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let me know. You think that's too high? If you think that's too low, if you think he's right around that nine win mark, then you know you got a decision to make. Will, will he get eight? Will he get ten? But we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to our games. You know, I, I credit him because he could have, you know, ducked and dodged me or or juked me, if you will, 
but he did not, and I returned the favor in FM. So I look forward to uh, a, a lot of good games against a good competitor. Now, let's move on to Mark. Let's talk about the Oakland Raiders. Let's, let's, let's just talk about this build-up for a minute. Like Jeremy, Mark won a late championship in uh, the previous cycle. There were things that happened that have been rendered um, like it, it, they can't happen this time around. You know, they, they've been rendered impossible. So Mark originally was the uh, the Patriots. He switched over to the Carolina Panthers. And then I believe he switched over to the Baltimore Ravens, where he won a championship versus Chris in the uh, I mean, for for it to have been that late in the cycle, that was a highly publicized Super Bowl. Mark won in, in rousing fashion, and he he bought a trophy to let Chris and whoever else cared to entertain or listen to it know that he did it. Um, he he encountered other rivalries, you know, per usual along the way. Maze comes to mind. And now he's in Oakland, where he did not really want to be. He had a chance at the New Orleans Saints. And some might say that, you know, he ducked and dodged or juked, if you will. Or or maybe he was trying to set up another move. We don't know. We, we don't know for certain. But in any event, he's in Oakland. Um, there, It has been said that there will be no team switching this year, so... It appears that he'll be stuck in Oakland slash Las Vegas, depending on what the game does. I'm not sure if they move uh, automatically or not. But let's see what happens. I mean, you know, for for both these guys, you could talk about the Super Bowl wins on either side of the spectrum. And I don't think you'd necessarily be wrong, depending on what you bring to the table. But it's a new cycle. He's Oakland. Let's get into Mark's schedule. Week number one. He plays the OG. He plays, uh, how about say Kemp. He plays Kerm. Monday Night Football, Oakland versus Denver. I think Mark wins that. Um, he's, just, he's just a better player, in my opinion. Week two. A bit of a, a mirror match of sorts, in my opinion plays Ty. I have him losing that first game, which is in Oakland. I have him losing that one. Then I have Mark going on a nice winning streak. A nice winning streak based on, once again, his uh, his skill, his approach to the game, his acumen for the game, and his effectiveness. Like He keeps it simple, but it's effective. And and he's one of the hardest people to get out of their box. You have to. I feel you have to get up on Mark big time in order to get him out of his box, because otherwise, he don't keep doing what he does, which ain't too much that he shows you. But you know when when he's just being so productive in that box, you you gotta get him out the comfort zone. I think wins versus Nick in this order in this order versus Nick. Flash, that's the Vikings and the Colts, then C's in the Chicago Bears, 
uh, Mike L, Green Bay, Edgar, Houston, Antoine, the Detroit Lions. So that's six wins straight, which will put him at a 7-1 start halfway through the season, in my opinion. Second half of the season, he begins with a game against Manny and the L.A. Chargers, a team that could go either way, um, contingent upon Manny's approach and how measured he can be in his attack. I have Mark winning that to put him at 8-1. and one. Then I see a loss at David in the um, Cincinnati Bengals. I think and, and those guys, I think, could go back and forth also. But I think David, by then, he would have had he'll, – he'll find some impact player that can generate the turnover at a – maybe not Madden, you know, previous Madden uh, levels in terms of him generating that turnover, but well enough to win that game. So that's uh, eight and two for Mark. Then I see wins versus Jicks and Ty in the second game of their uh, divisional um, two set. Both should be pretty good games. Jicks, the Jicks game would be interesting because you've seen with 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 X Factor running back and you know a team that can hit. Whew! Yeah, it could he could do he could do a thing or two, but I think Mark will win that game. I think he wins the rematch versus Ty. Then I see a two-game losing streak. I see, and, and these these are the grudge matches. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even, like, you know, intro that properly. These two games right here, um, the fourth and third last games of his season are versus Mays and then versus Chris. If there aren't two games that are more exciting right now, then, then, then name the alternatives because Mark and Mays, Mark and Chris, those are from the end of last cycle. Those are going to be two of the most contentious games that I have seen on anybody's schedule so far. In this particular case, I have Mark losing them both. I have Mays winning. Um, I think the the game is. For what Mays likes to do, this game allows that at a premium. And he, I don't foresee him having the the accuracy issues that other mobile quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson might have early on since he has uh, Marcus Mariota. So I think he'll be in, in stride by that. I think Mays wins that one. Then you have the Chris rematch. And... I expect, I mean, whatever I have planned going on that day, I'm canceling. I need to watch that game. I need to watch that game. If if you're Chris, in my opinion, there's no way. There is absolutely no way that after that Super Bowl and that post-game, I mean, it, it just devolved into just pure you know, anarchy almost, in a Madden sense. After all that, after Mark getting the trophy with the score engraved in it, 
And still the mental gymnastics of, you know, is he going to play me? Is he not? Is he going to stay, you know, is he going to join my division? Is he not? All that, I, I feel for Chris, it has to culminate in a victory. If it doesn't, I can't tell you what, what happened in, in the chat that day. Especially because I believe, I, th- I think they're both going to be playoff teams. So, that that's going to be a huge game. That, and that's going to be, I think, for, for solid playoff positioning. And I think Chris wins because I think Chris has to win in order to save some level of face in the eyes of some. That's just me, though. Then, for the last two weeks of the season, I have a, at this point, a 10-4 and four mark, defeating Manny and defeating Kerm once again to end his season at 12-4. and four. Now, I know lofty expectations for an Oakland Raider team that you know, you could say is devoid of talent on defense, um, at least impact talent. And that has a lot to be desired um, beyond, you know, part of that receiving core with A.B. and Tyrell Williams and uh, Luke Wilson, the tight end. But you got Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr will be Derek Carr, which I think will be kind of inconsistent. But I think Mark is smart enough to find a way around that. I think his division is favorable. For the most part, I think he and Ty are going to battle for that division. And I think Mark narrowly misses out on the division title. I have Ty at 13-3. I have Mark at 12-4. But I think 12-4 is, I can't say more than enough, but I can say it's enough, in my opinion, in that AFC, for a wild card playoff spot. And, you know, for me, I, I, I don't care if you get in via division i don't care if you get the first round by i don't care if you get in as a wild card some for some people that wild card game is it, it propels you on your run it propels you on your run some people aren't as good with the week off or you know the bye week some people like to stay in tune with that that extra game and if they can get past that first round opponent Especially if you're talking the the five four matchup when you have like the the strongest wild card versus the quote unquote weakest uh, division winner. I mean, th- things can happen if you can build some momentum from that game. You you can you can make a run. You can make a Super Bowl run. We've seen people do it. We've seen people get to the Super Bowl from that five spot. We've seen people win it from that five spot. So. That's where I have him at. I have Mark at 12 and 4. I'm going to put his over under at. Uh, I'm going to put Mark's over under at 11.5 for his win total. Um, y'all let me know what you think. And I'll, I'll post the polls up um, shortly after you, you hear this, or sh- shortly after I post it, rather. And, and there's, that's where we're at with it. Uh, Jeremy. In my opinion, 10 and 6, 9.5 for his over-under. Mark, 12 and 4, 11.5 for his over-under. Now, um, getting away from the numbers, a couple of adjustments that you can expect over the in the next couple weeks or so. Um, I realize we got to get moving even even more with you know with these numbers and with this game. 
Got to get all 32 teams covered um, by the time the season starts. So what you can expect is on some days, I can't really say what days just yet, because, again, there are a couple of really good guys that are joining the show soon and are going to offer you some awesome perspective on a multitude of things that have happened over the course of the league, basically. Not, not even just recently, but just over the course of the, the totality of the league. But in that case, when that happens, those will be two-part episodes. So guests will have two-part episodes from now on. And what I'll do, I'll still post them at the same time, but it'll be a part one and a part two. The first part will feature the interview with said player. The second will feature their appearance on the numbers game as we delve into um, the two numbers that are selected for that day. But beyond that, there will be, on days leading up to the season, two-a-day drops um, in general. So, like, I'll come on here, I'll do two numbers, I might drop them at, like, you know, 10 in the morning. Then you have more of an afternoon version where I come in, I drop two more numbers, you know, completely different set of teams, and drop that that afternoon. So, uh, get ready. This is a kind of short version. I kind of just breeze through this one just because... Um, didn't have, you know, it was, a, it was a nice weekend. Didn't really have anything to um, piggyback on from the last episode featuring Ty and C's. But stay tuned. We got um, more, you know, coming at you. And the, the snap count's about to get faster. We, we about to run a little tempo. And we're going to get this out to y'all. I ain't, I ain't losing the energy. You know, by, by no stretch of the imagination, am I losing the energy right now? I'm feeling good. The playbook draft is going on. And we almost there, y'all. We almost there. We, we were, what, a week and a half away? So stay tuned. Uh, stay labbing. Stay practicing. Stay sharp. Stay hungry. Because I'm going to need that from everybody. Because I'm, I'm dropping these numbers. And, and, and if you don't like them, then, then exceed them. Do better. Be better. Because if you're not, I'm going to be right back on here. And I'm gonna ha- I got to let you know about it. I got to let you know about it. Because if if you out, outdo, I mean, and, and, and far be for me to say, my prediction should mean not much to you. you your, your assessment of yourself and your expectation should be far higher than what I got for you. But if you meet your expectation, then you probably meet mine too. And if that happens, feel free to come on and let me know about it. I ain't going nowhere. In fact, I want to be wrong. Because it, it creates more content, more banter, more, you know, more energy for the league. So, please, by all means, stay sharp and stay hungry. Because I am too. And I can't wait for these next numbers tomorrow or tonight, depending on how I feel. Time permitting. And, yeah, man, we almost there. So, stay locked in. May the numbers ever be in your favor. And we coming right back at you sooner than you think.